When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, 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 welcome. We're unlike Draymond Green. We are not thinking about retiring. Welcome back to the Ethos Lakers podcast. You're here with Ethan. And although the Lakers are coming off a good win, fresh win against the Clippers, that's a good win. Don't get it twisted. There is much to be discussed in Laker land, to say the very least. JC and I are going to have a little bit of a new flow on the show. He's going to try to do a little bit more of the previews, recaps, all that good stuff. I'm going to come at you with a little bit more of a lengthy kind of overview, you know, not just the game-to-game stuff. And I, hopefully that'll be a good balance between the two of us. And, you know, right now and ever since the in-season tournament, well, frankly, ever since I, I feel like I put a hex on this team. Because there's no way this team that was playing so well, the same roster where nothing has changed, literally nothing has changed. There's no way that they just forgot how to play basketball. And that's evident in a win against the Clippers, right? Best best Lakers game since arguably since the in-season tournament in terms of quality wins. But this team has been on a downward trajectory. The smoke surrounding Darvin Ham feels like a fire burning on an island where they're roasting a pig getting ready for a luau, baby. But despite all of that, he survives. Great piece, Sam Amick. Very nice insight into the Lakers organization, which, you know, not necessarily the easiest thing for just any insider to get on record. Got Darvin Ham to speak up. What was the plan? Jeannie Buss very much standing behind Ham. And look, the reality is as much as I or anyone else might think that Darvin Ham and a change in vocal leadership may, may be beneficial, it does, when you zoom out, feel very reactionary at the same time. And If you were to pursue something like that, the amount of pressure it would put on that person in that new spot, well, amidst everything else going on with that team, I'm just not sure that's the variable to introduce. That's a fancy way of saying I do not expect Darvin Ham to lose his job unless something goes completely awry from here on out. But hey, stranger things have certainly happened. The Lakers had no business losing games that they have lost recently. Notably, a game to the Spurs. Notably, a game to the Heat without Jimmy Butler. It felt like the game against the Clippers was going to be another that slipped out of the grasp of this team, but they were able to persevere nonetheless. Best game LeBron James has played in weeks, might I add. Best game LeBron James has played in perhaps since the in-season tournament. That might be a little bit of a hyperbole, but that's what we do on this show sometimes. 
And on that note, before I forget to reintroduce it, the fruit of the week. I have been off my game. I have not been bringing up the fruit of the week. I know I have already used pomegranate seeds as the fruit of the week, so we will not double dip in that category, despite the fact that I just finished some before recording and wow, were they good. But I'm going to go with figs, specifically dried figs, Smyrna figs. Shout out to the Smyrna fig. If you didn't know my age already, you would think I might be a 78-year-old man who is recording this from what is considered a beautiful retirement village. Granted, most of the folks in my age are, or in my community, excuse me, are of that age. But I guess with language slips like that, I could qualify sometimes myself. All of that to say that the fruit of the week is going to be the Smyrna fig. Shout out to the Smyrna fig. So back to LeBron played excellent in the win against the Clippers. Absolutely bottled up Kawhi defensively. More impressive than his offensive effort. But basically, this is what happens when the Lakers actually get assistance from their supporting cast. Cam Reddish decided to show up at least briefly in the first half. Torian Prince was actually places to be found. Max Christie, a.k.a. Jerry Curl, shout out to you, buddy. When Christie gets chances, he continues to show why he should continue to get chances. It really is that simple. What he brings to this team defensively as well, the intensity and the ability, his footwork is really impressive. His is He moves very well in order to stay in front of the guys that he's defending. And it's very, very impressive what he's doing at, at such a young age. So Max Christie, again, the narrative for me before the season started was that Max Christie should play ahead of Cam Reddish. I apologized and I said, no, no, that should not be the case right now. Cam Reddish is playing well. Outside of the game against the Clippers, Cam Reddish has been on a milk carton, wonder, having people wondering where he's been at. And he could easily be replaced in the starting lineup, if not by Max Christie, then you could absolutely change the starting lineup once again. But that's a discussion that we're going to get into, the starting lineup. And we're going to do this in two parts. We're going to get part A and part B with the starting lineup. Part A involves what is the right lineup, which, to be honest, I'm not sure that we have actually seen this season in terms of this starting five. Part B is the, is the perception of what changing it so frequently does. And let's actually start with part B. This is part B is like the bottom to our peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You don't start with the top. You don't start with the jelly. And if you tell me the peanut butter goes on top, I don't want to hear it. You probably roll your toilet paper from underneath as well. You probably think Brussels sprouts are good. You're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. That's what makes this life a beautiful one. Okay. And the optics of changing the lineup so frequently, even if Darvin Ham and his staff said, we have a plan, which there, there has not felt like one necessarily with the starting five. But even if there was, and they said, here's the plan. We're going to do this, this, this. We're going to start this lineup for this many games, this lineup for this many games, this lineup for this many games. It just gives the perception that you may be grasping at straws. And while experimentation can be an effective and important thing in an NBA lineup, especially when things aren't going your way, you have to be able to defend it and and provide clear and consistent rationale. That part has not happened. 
you also have to stop celebrating moral victories. This is the Lakers. I don't care who's on the roster. I don't care if it's the Andrew Bynum era. I don't care if it's the Jordan Hill era. I don't care if it's one of the Dwight Howard eras. And I don't care if it's an era that has yet to come. It's the Lakers. No matter what, there is expectation. Moral victories, this idea that we can never be whole until our roster is whole, when you're basically missing Gabe Vincent and a bucket of shrimp, and that's it? Get out of here. That is just a terrible thing to put on record. And Darwin, I hope what the Lakers are, are providing for Darwin as part of his growth and development as a head coach is not PR training, but PR training, for lack of a better way to say it. And not that he has to memorize responses or, or say this or that, but just to understand the optics of, of how things are spun in today's media cycle. All that anyone is waiting for is that one quotable to go off of, to drive that traffic. And there's already so many cars in Los Angeles. We don't need any more, okay? We just don't. So in terms of what the starting lineup should actually look like, Obviously, one of the hottest debates has been about Austin Reeves and whether or not he should be in the starting lineup. Now that he's back in the starting lineup, my hope is that he will stay. I don't know that D'Angelo Russell is necessarily the problem in the first five, especially if he can just be a little more assertive alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I'm more in favor of, of if you're going to experiment, trying D'Angelo with Reeves and, and put someone else besides Reddish or Torian Prince out there with AD and LeBron. Why are we so attached to Reddish and Torian Prince in the first five? These are, these are guys who, you know, they're, they're minimum guys. In the case of Reddish, a minimum guy and an exception guy in, in Prince. Good values. I'm for both. But these aren't stalwarts of your first five that you have to stay in there. This is, you know, let's, let's not like do the Stanley Johnson thing again when he was on a 10 day and all of a sudden he became a Laker legend, right? It's incredible. And I was talking to my, I was talking to uh, my best friend the other day and we were, t he's, he's a Clippers fan. It's okay. We forgive him. Right. And we were talking about how for a period of time, the Clippers just, it was like a black hole at small forward. That's how I feel about Lakers on the wing. Like, the Clippers just went through this period from Al Thornton until, like, five years ago. Maybe maybe up until even, like, Kawhi, right? Where they just couldn't find a small forward. Paul Pierce, Matt Barnes, Yaroslav Korolev, Hito Turkoglu, all these Fakakta names that you would just... It's incredible. It's just nothing short of incredible. It's amazing. Just sometimes you just can't find the fit. And then when you do, it's like, what the hell took so long? I know Vanderbilt's still playing his way back into shape. He's got to improve offensively to be out there for more minutes. He just has to. He just has to. He's such, he's a really effective defender. He's wiry. He's lengthy. He disrupts all his shit. But man, he is, he has no confidence in his offense right now. I mean, I feel like he's passing up layups, like blind, like point blank looks at the rims and he's just passing them up. But that's when you play with no confidence, especially at one end, especially at, uh, on either end of the floor, to be honest with you, but especially offensively. Oh, it's so obvious. It's like blood in the water for sharks. So all it is. 
And when I'm back on the other side, we'll continue. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And look, not to sound dire, welcome back, welcome back, and not to sound dire right out of the break, but if not now, then never for this Lakers team. And I know everybody who sits, sits around the fire and talks their favorite campfire story about all these great Laker trades the team may be able to make. This isn't fantasy basketball, and not even in fantasy basketball does the guy that you're sending your worst players to want to trade his one good player for your three average to poor players? That's that's not how trades are supposed to work. And so, you know, the old NBA heads, I hate, no, I can't believe I'm saying it that way. I'm not, I don't hate to say it this way, but I can't believe I'm saying it this way. But those who are familiar with the reference of Marshawn Brooks, Humphreys, and a pick, it's starting to feel like D'Angelo plus Rui plus a pick is like that. It's the same thing, right? Like they, this, this is when those two are being shopped at a whole league, Marshawn Hump and a pick. Like that was the ongoing joke. This is when, this is around the time like Chris Humphreys was married to Kim Kardashian for that real brief period of time. That was super weird for all of us. So, you know, the world, man, the world is a fascinating place, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And so you just have this, you have this fascination amongst a lot of Lakers fans about, you know, this this adding another star or s- supposed maybe even superstar, right? Like we don't this this three star model. It's it's not necessary. We have seen the flaws that Phoenix has enjoyed with it this year, as a matter of fact. And while the Clippers, if you want to consider Russell Westbrook, you know, in that conversation still with. Harden now in the fold as well have made it successfully work. Shout out to Teron Lou and all those players for making it work and adjusting and everybody, you know, kind of fitting together. But it's not a necessary thing. Like, I, I don't know how much better the Lakers are going to get unless the Chicago Bulls decide for some reason that D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura and a pick is worth, you know, Alex Caruso and, and DeMar DeRozan and maybe even a little bit more you know i just I, I think that they can get more for those players. i think alex caruso by himself gets you a first round pick i think demar Derozan can get you at least a first round pick by himself maybe even two so the the bulls if they're going to blow it up they they're they're going to really need to 
get the most assets that they can because there's going to be there's going to be so many questions about that franchise right like Lonzo Ball supposedly coming back like a year ago he couldn't even walk apparently now he's going to play NBA basketball and you owe him all this money and then you still have Vucevic who you resign I mean there's there's a lot of things going on in Chicago but this is a podcast primarily about the Lakers and fruit and you know educational stories and all sorts of other anecdotes that we choose to introduce but the reality is, if, if the Lakers are going to be trade partners, that's a team that makes, you know, logical sense. I, again, I I have never, I have never, ever, ever, not on this show, not on Twitter, not on threads, not in real life, nowhere, ever, have I been an advocate of Zach Levine to the Lakers. It's just, it's not, it, it's not a move that makes sense. It just doesn't. Now, Alex Caruso and DeMar DeRozan, sure. Those are players that, I, that are fit nicely around LeBron James and his skill set, potentially. I like that. And, of course, there's the nostalgia factor of Caruso's return for, for so many, you know. But I, I just I, – I don't know. I feel like the Lakers are a lot more limited in trade discussions than so many want to believe. But, hey, we'll see. That's why Rob Palinka's in his chair and I'm in mine, so to speak. Right, So we'll see how it shakes out. But until then, this is the team. And, and like I said earlier, I don't want to hear about this, you know, there's all this crap about, well, we're not healthy. This, this excuse making, like, that's one of the worst things. I'm going to rip into the team for a little bit. I know we're, we're a little bit off the gas pedal after beating the Clippers. But, you know, what really irritated me about this team prior to that win in particular and still irritates me is, is you know, the, the disconnect between what the players are saying in terms of no excuses, we got to go out there and win, and Darvin Ham sitting there going, ah, well, you know, we did this well. Can't do that, okay? I know I talked to him, you know, off, off the ledge, so to speak, in part one, but this is, I just, I had to make sure that we said that because that was just, ugh. It was, ugh. It was just not like this period of Lakers basketball prior to the win against the Clippers almost hasn't even been worth watching. And now the, the Lakers don't have an easy stretch. Like, their schedule at no point going forward is there like a soft patch. I guess you could argue maybe the handful of games they have the All-Star break that's in mid-February a month from now. And on top of that, the Pistons aren't, even though they only have three wins, they're not an easy team to beat. It's not just like, oh, we're going to sleepwalk and beat them by 35. Like, they scrappy cocoa it up. They really move and groove and get you all up in that ass. That's a hard game. And they'll beat you if you ain't looking. So you got to be on it. The Jazz, they they smoke teams all the time, and then and, and and good teams, even though they're not a good team, right? They 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 come out there and all of a sudden Lowry Markkinen has thirty five points, Jordan Clarkson's got twenty five and five, and you're like, what the hell happened here, right? You got to compete, and then the Warriors, even though they're a mess, whew, talk about a team that is grateful for the Lakers. The Warriors would be the most talked about team in all the NBA without the Lakers right now, guarantee guaranteed they gotta blow that ship all the way up obviously they ain't trading Steph Curry but short of that they gotta blow that ship all the way up Clay Thompson you gotta you gotta you gotta trade him or are you just gonna let him walk you can't extend him you cannot extend him Draymond Green good luck with that yes an eyesore nobody wants that and Draymond Green I mean really go uh, miss me with, with all, like I came on here and said, I'm, you know, I joked at the start of this, we're not going to retire. This idea, this this victim narrative for these self-inflicted punishments, it's such bullshit. It's so tired. 
Draymond Green's act. It's, it's this underdog, and I won all these championships. It's the same stuff. It's just the same stuff. Tired, 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 tired act. Are we really supposed to believe that Draymond Green, through you know, the, not even uh, a quarter of the NBA season, went to therapy, spoke to guidance counselors, had a had a peace pipe, you know, built built all sorts of uh, saw crop circles in the grass, built all sorts of you know connecting lines, uh, re- re- went and saw an herbologist, right? Uh, I mean, what what are we what are we what are we really supposed to believe that he's a this changed man? Come on, right? Like, come on, guys. All right, it's it's just like it's so tired. The Warriors got to move on from that. We thought that the Warriors were solving their problems when they traded Jordan Poole for Chris Paul. We said, oh, well, the Warriors might be interesting. You know, we were half right. They're interesting. They ain't good, but they interesting. But they, the Lakers are their best friends right now because, man, there ain't a team that's in the spotlight harder than the Lakers. That's for damn sure. The Lakers make for big business, baby. That's why everybody talks about them. That's what it's all about. And, you know, look, the reality is the Lakers on any given night, like I still take again, I've said it time and time again, Anthony Davis and LeBron James as a duo, I will take over, you know, or I shouldn't say over, but I will say against any other that the league presents. But the problem is on any given night, the whole team wants to beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis that they're going up against. Okay. There's, there's still those guys. You've got guys in this league who literally grew up watching LeBron James and Anthony Davis to a lesser extent. But literally, I mean, LeBron James's NBA career is a whole-ass legal adult. As I said to a student today, I said LeBron James was a rookie when I was a freshman in high school. When I was a freshman in high school. Be 35 in three weeks, folks. Incredible. Incredible. That's what defines greatness right there not me him to be clear but it truly does just it's 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 outstanding what we're witnessing with lebron james and what he's capable of doing now there's there's that's that's the immediacy factor to all of this right that's that's what it's about it's about maximizing lebron james's window anthony davis's prime and going for it every single year foot's always got to be on the gas pedal And we shall see what that means. But the Lakers have to build continuity. They have to go with what they got and they got to move forward with it. And that's how it's going to go. In order for the Lakers to move forward, they got to believe and they have to communicate. It was nice to see in that athletic piece that Darvin Ham opened the floor. Wanted to make sure I mentioned this before we signed off on this one. It was nice to see that Darvin Ham opened the floor for these guys to talk about it. Okay, you got to be honest with each other in times of crisis. In times you got to come together. Sometimes you got to break up. You got to break some of that stuff apart. It's like a massage, baby, right? You go into the massage parlor and they get in there with them knees and the elbows. Sometimes they walk on you if you like me and you like that kind of stuff, right? You hear all that stuff moving and grooving, cracking and crumpling, and all that stuff that's being broken up inside your body for all of it to kind of come back together and reform and make a better version of yourself. It's the same idea with the Lakers. Lakers got to meditate, congregate, bring it all tight together, congeal like a jello in the fridge, come out one whole coherent unit. Okay? Move the ball on offense, second efforts on defense. Don't make the lazy play, make the smart play. Make every play. Okay? Put effort into every play. You do those things, 
the results will be there. Emphasize the process, not the results. That's what it's about for this Lakers team, and then the results will be there. Look forward to watching it unfold with all y'all. Until next time, you know where to find me. I'm out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.